Karen, one thing I wanted to talk to you about, because I know in your reporting, you you touched on the fact that they kind of had to write this movie fast. There was a little bit of a scramble, right, to pull it together? So the Hunger Games originally came out and they had Simon Beaufoy, who's the slumdog millionaire screenwriter, already hard at work on the script for the second movie with the director, Gary Ross. And when that all fell apart, they had to sort of dump Simon Beaufoy's script. And the new director, Francis Lawrence, like, um, quickly huddled in a New York hotel room for three days with the Hunger Games, you know, mastermind Suzanne Collins, and they hammered out a new beat sheet. But this was all done under a tremendously strict ticking clock. I mean, it was Francis Lawrence who got like new actors like Philip Seymour Hoffman and Jeffrey Wright mm-hmm. to totally nail it and elevate the film. I think, but yes. Um, the schedule of turnaround once a whole new team was on board was really insane. Could have led to a disaster, and it's yeah. really a hat tip to Francis Lawrence, the new director, who I think hit a home run under yeah. very difficult circumstances. I just wanted to hear more, Karen, about when you were actually on the set, what it was like. Well, first of all, that was in Hawaii, which that's always Hi. a good day at the office. Yeah, <laughs> I'd say so. Hawaii <laughs> on a set <laughs> visit. I don't know. You guys have so much experience with set visits, too, and you know sometimes you go and you get the sense that, like, people are covering the bruises and like actors aren't really seeming relaxed or you can't tell if they're actually friends and things just seem sort of tense. Mm -hmm. I think it's a top-down situation in which Jennifer Lawrence, so easy breezy and salt of the earth and so clearly friends with everybody from the director to her co-stars to the PAs to her beloved craft services table. It really sets such um, an easy tone where there's sort of no high anxiety and everyone's sort of glad to be together working on this project. And I was there for the day when Katniss and Peeta and Finnick are outrunning the fog. Mm. Oh, God. Um, right before the howler monkeys pounce on them. It was like they'd sort of like created this, you know, crazy little swamp set in the middle of this Hawaii jungle. And it was a pretty long, gruesome day of Jennifer Lawrence mucking around in the swamp. And then she's, like I said, she's She's a blast. And so, you know, not an hour after they wrapped, we were having Budweiser beers at the Trump balcony bar. Yeah, it was as far as set visits go. It was great. And it's because of her. I have to say, she gets so much attention for being so endearing and candid and salt of the earth. And I think it's all authentic. Has she changed at all since you've started? Because how you first spoke to her sort of pre-first Hunger Games. So is that, how many years ago is that now? And and how would you say she's changed since then? I'm probably going to get it wrong, but I think it's like three years ago. And EW did the first big interview with her when she was Katniss. And I joined her at her archery practice. And then we went to the track as she was sort of deep in training. And based on my little, you know, annual interactions with her, she does, she seems really committed to to maintaining that sort of self-deprecating, candid, no-filter approach she's had to navigating fame. And I think it's sort of saving her. I mean, I do think people love to be shocked um, by what Jennifer Lawrence says. And I did ask her, like, are you ever worried about this becoming a bit? Like, I have to be crazy. Mm-hmm. And she seemed to posit that because the bit is working. But I, I, I actually think she's committed to not becoming a famous person who speaks in sound bites. And as we all know, that's really hard to do in mm-hmm. this business where everything gets blown up and blasted onto um, the CNN ticker. So um, hats off to her. Probably she's in my top 10 of actors I've ever interviewed just because she is so willing to be spontaneous and engage in an actual conversation that is not a girl who can 
stick to a script. Nice. Well, you're listening to the Editor's Hour on Entertainment Weekly Radio Series XM 105. I'm Adam Markovitz here in the studio with Sarvel Comerson. Karen Valby is joining us on the phone as our Hunger Games expert. I want to talk about some of the new cast members that are in yeah. this one. Because Adam, actually Adam and I saw it together and we both, I think, said Jenna Malone oh, yeah. at the same time. She's amazing in this. She's so perfectly cast. Yeah. Like, th- that is perfect casting because she plays Johanna, who's one of the Oscar tributes who goes back into the arena with Katniss. And in the book, she's described as she's like just so ferocious and has nothing to lose and is just sort of a wild animal who's like sort of aggressively sexual and she just she doesn't care. Jenna Malone is part of me is like she may be a little bit crazy. Like she she has like such zeal in her eyes. She seems wild. (laughs) She seems wild. Like she seems feral, which is perfect for that role and it's she's really interesting. Like it made me want to see her in more stuff. Me too. Yeah. Well, I think she also gave that character a real sense of humor that didn't yeah. always come through. I mean, th- that was there in the book, but she just, that Joanna as played by Jenna Malone seems like somebody that like I would love to get a drink with because she seems like she'd be a hoot. I just want to talk about stepmom. <laughs> oh, I just want to talk about contact. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's, oh, she's little Jodie Foster in contact. Also, Jenna Malone has a heck of a intro in the movie because she stumbles upon Katniss and Hamish and Peta in an elevator oh, and yeah. her sort of opener is a pretty aggressive humorous striptease. Yes. Yeah. She it's also just... has my favorite line in the movie which is partially bleeped out and that's all I will say. I'm yeah. not going to spoil it for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's amazing it's a good too. One. Wait, Karen, I want to ask you a little bit about Josh Hutcherson because I feel like it, he must be in a very interesting position being right there, you know, number two on the call sheet as Jennifer Lawrence wins her Oscar charms the world you know shoots into the stratosphere and he's still I mean he's got a job that any number of people would kill for I mean Mm. he's he's really set and he's great in the movies and he's got a whole fan base but it seems like he's not exploded in the way that Jennifer Lawrence has how does it seem like he's sort of dealing with that or thinks of himself in relation to that so he to me has like very easy joie de vivre. Like, he he does not strike me as a particularly complex guy. I do not mean that as an insult. I mean that as a compliment for somebody, um, you know, starring in a franchise. Like, he's sunny. And Jennifer repeatedly called him her rock to me. Like, he's just this sunny optimist who doesn't overthink things like oh gosh he told me what his favorite movie was and it's i'm gonna get it wrong but it was like 21 jump street or (laughs) something like he's just he's like a simple decent sunny shrewd guy who seems to count his blessings and he is definitely a man with a plan and i think wants this to be a humongous springboard for him but doesn't it all seem ruled by ego or rivalry like that we were talking about jennifer's oscar and um I asked Josh, I was like, did you see her? What did you think when she fell? And he's like, oh, I didn't, I didn't see it. I didn't watch the Oscars. And she started <laughs> laughing. And she's like, I wouldn't, like, if you said you had watched the Oscars, I wouldn't want to be your friend anymore. Like, Aww. she loves that he's not, like, wringing his hands. Like, how will I win the Oscars? Yeah. I think he seems like a really good actor. I remember him from uh, The Kids Are All Right. I oh, mean, yeah. he's like a, he's a legit yeah you know, young actor who can hold his own against, you know, on the screen with Annette Bening or Julianne Moore or Jennifer Lawrence. And that's that's not nothing. You said to him being a good actor, um, 
I don't know if you guys remember, but in Mockingjay, a lot of really interesting stuff happens um, with PETA. He said originally when he first signed on to the movie, it was almost like he was signing on to that storyline because that is going to be so much fun to play. Yeah, well, and that's sort of the first storyline that he has that isn't just sort of mirroring Katniss or just kind of being her foil. Um, Do you know, are they, when are they shooting that movie? Are they shooting it right now? Yeah, they already started shooting in October. Um, They took November off for this promotional sprint and then they get back on it in December and I think January to June. So they filmed like the arena aspect of the games and like the bulk of the action scenes in Hawaii for this last one. Mm-hmm. And the new Hawaii for three and four is going to be in Europe. Interesting. Wow. So they're splitting yeah. the last book into two pieces, right? Yes, they're no fools. Oof, yeah, Why? for real. <laughs> Did I think that they were in Atlanta? Well, they still, they do like the district stuff in Atlanta. So mm-hmm. oh. they'll do like the bunker stuff in Atlanta, but then like the the out in the old big action sequences they they yeah. go somewhere interesting and isn't Julianne Moore is going to be joining the cast right or am I yeah. making what's she going to play I, oh okay I think if I'm remembering right this is a bad Hunger Games fan but I think she's playing um, Alma Coyne who is uh-huh. a, she's the leader of the resistance right and her and Katniss end up having a very pivotal interesting complex relationship which Julianne Moore will be amazing at. I am so excited That's for that exciting. but I do think first of all Team Hunger Games must be just popping so many champagne corks because the reviews have been near unanimously yeah you know, impressed for Catching Fire, and they don't have to go through this whole shuffle again of losing a director or casting you. Like, Francis Lawrence is their man for the rest of the series, so I do think, yes, they're still under a time crunch and stakes are high, but they must be feeling like it's time for some major high fives at Lionsgate.